1: Hey, lovely listeners, and welcome back to Crime Analyst and the Intelligence Cell. Now, as I've said before, in order to understand what happened to Gabby and the intervention and prevention lessons, I'm going right back to the start of the case. Well, actually, even before that, I'm going to continue giving my expert analysis of the shop window that Gabby and Brian had created, the carefully curated facade of Instagram, detailing Gabby and Brian visiting some of the most beautiful places on Earth and having, to what seemed to many, the perfect relationship, as well as the adventures of a lifetime, particularly in the context of COVID, the pandemic that was keeping most of us at home unable to go anywhere. Okay, so let's go back in time to July 22nd, 2021, According to Gabby's Instagram account, Gabby and Brian were in Bryce Canyon National Park. Three photos and one video were posted. The first is a photo of Gabby sitting on an orange rock, looking away from camera and into the distance. She's wearing a white T-shirt and trousers. Her long blonde hair is down and blowing in the wind. The next is a close-up selfie of Gabby and Brian looking directly to camera. They're both half-smiling, Gabby has her sunglasses perched high on her head. Gabby's eyes look a little puffy and she's not beaming at the camera in her usual easy way. Brian is wearing a baseball cap and dark sunglasses. The third photo is of a beautiful rock formation and scenic view of the National Park. The last post is a video with a super-chill music bed and we first see the back of Brian and he's walking towards the edge of the canyon. And then we see Gabby preparing a meal of mini pita with salsa, adding torn strips of mozzarella to it in a frying pan. Her attention to detail immediately jumps out at me. She's prepared a luscious-looking salad, chopped avocado, broccoli florets, peppers and carrots and hummus. She's meticulous with the preparation and the presentation, and clearly enjoys what she's doing and showing it off to camera. Brian is sat in a chair, playing a mini-guitar or a ukulele. Well, I don't really know what it is, but the whole video is cute and cool, and it looks idyllic. I wonder whether they shared the food prep rolls, or whether it fell to Gabby each time. Under these photos and the video, there was a caption. This is what it says. Every night that we have camped so far inside any national park, it's rained. Rain emoji, smiley face. Rain sounds like a negative thing when camping, but after coming back from a strenuous long hike in the sun and no shade for miles, it's nice to lay listening to the cold rain hit your tent and fight Brian for the blanket. And she's used Brian's Instagram handle. And then she's used many hashtags. So hashtag van life, hashtag van life living, hashtag travel, hashtag hiking adventures, hashtag outdoor life, hashtag van life diaries, hashtag van life community, Hashtag travel blogger, hashtag adventure seeker, hashtag national parks, hashtag van life camping, hashtag live more with less. And there's also another emoji. It looks like the mountain emoji, although I'm not quite sure. After that, there were seven photos posted on July 26th, 2021, of Gabby in the Mystic Hot Springs. The first is of Gabby sitting in the bath in the rocks, head resting on her hands on the side of the bath, With her eyes closed. The caption reads I took a very relaxing nap here. Smiley face, pear emoji, martini glass emoji, and sunshine emoji. Hashtag mystic hot springs, hashtag hot springs, hashtag natural life, hashtag van life, hashtag van life travels, hashtag nomad life, hashtag zen, hashtag meditation. She does look tired in this picture, but the caption is playful. And the springs look amazing. And you might recall that there was a picture of Gabby looking out from a bath embedded in the rock formation, which got a lot of play in the media. Well, that's photo number seven. Photo number four interests me. Gabby and Brian are kissing under the arch of the rock and water is streaming down onto them. They're embracing, arms folded around each other and intensely kissing. It seems to be an intimate moment shared. My eye is drawn to Brian's hand, which is resting on the side of Gabby's neck and throat. Now, you might think nothing of this, but this is one of the most vulnerable areas for a woman. Well, for anyone. And that's where his hand is. Not caressing the side of her face or on the side of her cheek. And her arm and hand are resting on his tricep. It's not around his waist or on his face. And she doesn't look relaxed. She's on guard. Now, playing devil's advocate, it might be more to do with taking an intimate picture like this and setting it up, etc. But I'm just telling you what I see. It's posed, of course, and it looks awkward. But perhaps this is an indication of building tension. I'm not sure, but we know it's just weeks later that the police are called. By July 30th, they're at the Canyonlands National Park, Utah. They're at Island in the Sky, a huge flat-top messer with panoramic overlooks. Three photos were posted showing a barefoot Gabby with a dramatic sandstone cliff backdrop. She's wearing a blue top and shorts, her hair is pulled back in a ponytail and she's wearing sunglasses. She's posing on the edge of the canyon. The second picture is in the same spot, facing in the opposite direction, and it's a panoramic shot of the spectacular landscape. It's truly breathtaking. The third is of the Messer Arch. The Messer Arch is a spectacular arch perched on a cliff edge. You can get views of the White Rim Road canyons and the distant LaSalle Mountains. Messer Arch is a popular spot for sunrise photographers, but the National Park Service website states it's an excellent visit at any time of day. Once again, the photos are stunning, and the post says this, Island in the sky, sunshine emoji. At bizarre underscore design underscore, so Brian's handle, Brian hikes barefoot everywhere we go. If it were up to him, he wouldn't own any shoes. But I just find it funny how many people comment on the fact that he is barefoot. As soon as we reached the end of this easy walk, I kicked off my at sun UK. They're a type of shoe. And this woman, who seemed very concerned, asked me if the crust was hot. I was in such a different mindset that this question phased me. Even if it was boiling lava, I was just so happy to be there that I didn't think about the sun. Surprisingly enough, the rocks here were cold. No, not ice cold, but cool. Magically, the sandy smooth crust doesn't retain any heat, question mark. So not only did it feel good because it was 100 degrees with no shade, but it was tranquil. We always love surpassing people on our hikes, hearing them say things like, in inverted commas, whoa, look, he's barefoot, close, inverted commas. Brian inspires me every day on living a more natural lifestyle, building my feet up so I don't have to bring my shoes, and in inverted commas, in case, hashtag walk barefoot. And that's the end of that post. And it's all in block text. So what do you think about that? What jumps out at you, if anything? Well for me there's a change in content, style, tone, and grammar. I appreciate you cannot see the latter, and so I'll talk to that first. There are commas in the wrong places. One is present after at son uk, with a space in between, and some commas are missing. After an inverted comma, so not only, for example. Surprisingly, is spelt wrong, as is doesn't. And there's no apostrophe between the N and the T in doesn't. Magical should be spelt with a capital M, and there is a question mark after heat which doesn't belong there. Also, the we, well, that should be a capital W, as it's the start of a new sentence. Also, a full stop or period after barefoot is missing, and every day is typed as one word. And there is only one hashtag, which is hashtag walk barefoot, and not the usual idiolect of using hashtag van life, hashtag van life living, hashtag travel, hashtag hiking adventures, hashtag outdoor life, all the hashtags that I've intentionally read so that you can understand how many Gabby would normally use. The grammatical errors and the typos seem at odds with the previous posts on Gabby's Instagram. And you have to put that back in context. She wants to be a travel and adventure blogger and has taken such exacting care with the photos and the videos that she's posted to date, all of which illustrate her attention to detail. This is her shop window after all, So why be careless in the writing and descriptors? It fights itself, particularly if she was looking for a collaboration or sponsorship deal and scaling this to become a business. Also, in most of the previous posts, which I believe were posted by Gabby, the location was included with a hashtag. Now, this would be important for someone who's a travel blogger or Instagram star. Stylistically, this post is a significant departure from what I've seen of Gabby's idiolect, And there's only one emoji, and it's all written in a continuous block of text, as I said before. Now, you might be wondering what an idiolect is. Well, an idiolect is a writing style. It's idiosyncratic to us. In other words, it's unique. The other things that jump out at me, one at San U.K. is name-checked in the context of I kicked off my at San U.K., so for those who don't know, at San UK, make eco-sourced comfy shoes, sneakers, and flip-flops. Why I zoomed in on this is because it's the first time a brand is name-checked in Gabby's content. And it's not the last time, but for me, it feels like a nod to wanting some form of sponsorship deal, perhaps. Now, it might not be, of course, but if not, why say it? It looks out of place. Secondly, the post is paying homage to Brian and his apparent awesomeness, and how he inspires Gabby every day on living a more natural lifestyle. Now again, to me, this seems out of place. Thirdly, saying, we always love surpassing people on our hikes, hearing them say things like, whoa, look, he's barefoot. Now that sentence, to me, it doesn't sound like something Gabby would say or post. And admittedly, I didn't know Gabby, but for me, this doesn't fit with the rest of her content. Also, it's puzzling to me. Why name and check a shoe brand and then talk about going barefoot? That's not smart or well thought through if trying to appeal to them for a collaboration. And lastly, the post was significantly longer than all of Gabby's other posts up until this point. Again, this talks to her idiolect. Perhaps there was just more to say, but for me, there's a sense of overcompensating or overselling. The post is much more about Brian, which is also a break from the norm. Previously, when they've travelled together, Gabby hasn't really mentioned him and certainly hasn't dedicated a whole post to him. And so tonally and content-wise, it feels different. Perhaps they had had a row and she's trying to make it up to him. Perhaps he said he didn't feel included, and that would explain why for the first time Brian is tagged twice. It does feel a little bit excessive. Normally you tag someone once and you use the person's name thereafter. But having said that, I believe on a couple of occasions I've tagged someone twice, so perhaps we shouldn't read too much into that alone. But what I'm talking about is the general sense, it's the whole feel of the text. Perhaps Brian was giving her advice on what to post. Maybe Brian was posting on her Instagram. Some people on Gabby's Instagram have suggested that. Either way, there does seem to be a change in tone and content in this post. The idiolect The previous floaty feminine soft vibey energy that's cheeky in content but very precise and exacting in terms of content and grammar has been replaced with a more masculine matter of fact tone and the typos seem lapsedazical and sloppy. And I have to say that the final five Instagram posts on Gabby's Instagram account are all in this similar vein, like they too have been posted by a different person, which I also want to talk about.
0: allowing you to not only enjoy the detective adventure, but also to personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island, where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news...
1: The first is of a barefooted Gabby, wearing the same black shorts and green vest top. She's looking over her shoulder towards the Messer Arch. Her silhouette mirrors her on the ground. The next is of Gabby and Brian, both barefoot gazing into each other's eyes and holding hands. It's definitely staged and posed. The last photo is of the arch itself, a close-up, but it's almost identical to the third picture previously posted. The caption is very simple, it's just a smiley emoji and the hashtag live more with less. So the pictures are very similar to the previous ones, but this is a much shorter post. And again, it's missing the usual hashtags. One more comment about that. This style again fights against Gabby's desire to be a blogger. On August the 12th, 2021, there are six photos of the Arches National Park and the Delicate Arch. The first photo is of Gabby and Brian kissing at the top of the arch and the rest are of Gabby with the arch as a backdrop. This is what the caption reads. On a calm Monday morning, Brian and I decided to take the highly trafficked height to the delicate arch. Not sure if it's because it was 7am on a Monday, but there actually were not as many people on the trail as I expected. After waiting on a short line for someone to generously take our photo, Brian and I made our way to the other side of the arch in brackets and in capitals, see next post. We also camped for one night in Devil's Garden with the cover off of our tent to fall asleep watching the stars, trying to catch a glimpse of the Perseid meteor shower. Fun fact, I didn't edit any of these photos, in brackets, except maybe to brighten the exposure slightly, but only one person in the background of the last slide. Also, during our hike, I stepped off the trail, up onto bare Rock, just to take a photo of the view out of everyone's way of the path, and a very nice man who I believe worked for at Ray stopped everyone in their tracks and commented about my shoes, asking me how I liked them. I felt I was giving a small presentation to everyone crowding around, waiting to continue on the path, all looking up at me while I'm standing on this rock, describing how awesome these shoes have been, especially hiking with them on the hashtag Appalachian Trail, while Brian hikes barefoot. Stars emojis, moon emoji, and a couple of others. Side note, this is not sponsored or an ad, although I wish it was, in brackets, at Ray. But basically, all, in capitals, all of our hiking and camping gear, and also our van life essentials, are all from at Ray. Hashtag Ray Co-op, hashtag Arches National Park, hashtag NPS. What do you think about that? Does anything jump out at you? Firstly, for me, it's again a much longer post than the other posts, and Brian has been tagged three times. There's a nod to Ray, R-E-I, and having looked at their content, the van and the videos and the photos and the music to accompany the videos are all the same sort of vibe as Gabby's Instagram. Perhaps she took inspiration from Ray. The date intrigues me too. It's recorded that this was published on August the 12th, which was a Thursday. Yet the post says that they hiked on the Monday. So most likely Monday the 9th of August. August the 12th, that was the Thursday their van was pulled over by Merb City Police. Also, the text looks like it was edited on August the 18th. That's what a number of people have commented on. In fact, most of these posts state that they're edited at the bottom. In the caption, there's mention of sleeping with the cover off the tent underneath the stars. What stands out to me is the omission around romance. There's nothing here about how romantic it was or anything of that nature. In fact, it feels quite functional rather than expressive. And there was nothing more about the meteor shower that night. The next section focuses back on shoes and now Ray. And also Brian's barefoot hiking again. These references seem odd to me. They seem very out of place, again saying Ray is not a sponsored post and that they wish it was and that all the kit is from Ray tagging both at Ray and Brian three times. Also the hashtags are hashtag Ray, hashtag Arches National Park and hashtag NPS. No mention of van life, travel blogger, adventurer and so on, which have been fairly consistent across the other posts. The next post was dated August the 19th And two photos were published. The first is a shot from inside the van. It looks like Gabby is half lying down with one leg up and Brian is sat in front of her. They have half the door open and a beautiful mountain view. The second is an aerial shot of the van in the desert. Noticeably, the geolocation tag is missing. As I always say, it's not just about what's present, it's also about what's missing if there's an omission. But interestingly, it does look to me like the pictures are photos of two different locations. So this is what the caption reads. It starts with a number of emojis, mountains, stars and the moon. Almost immediately after telling Brian how happy it made me to see that people were truly respectful of the park, I watched some guy leave his processed pre-packaged plastic conglomerate of lunch garbage on the picnic table. Sad face emoji. Hashtag ##respect our National #livessustainably hashtag hashtag project,# hashtag live, sustainably, hashtag van life, hashtag live Plastic Free. Now in my opinion, this is yet another post out of keeping with her usual upbeat, happy and dreamy vibe, and they’re two odd, mismatched pictures that don’t seem to go together. Interestingly, one person wrote on Gabby’s Instagram that they’re older pictures, that they were posted on Gabby’s Instagram story just weeks before. It's hard to say in hindsight, but the essence seems different, along with the word choice. The author seems annoyed, angry, even, and like I said, it's out of kilter with her usual vibe. But we all have off days, and here #vanlife has been included, and that's it. And the last post on August the twenty-fifth, for me, this was the strangest yet. Seven photos were published, and the image is the same in all seven photos. Two, in fact, look identical which again is bizarre and not in keeping with Gabby's style. The photo is a beautiful shot of Gabby in a long skirt and black crop top, smiling. In two photos, she's holding a little knitted pumpkin in her hands and smiling at the camera. The first is a close-up of Gabby holding the pumpkin in her hands. The tattoo, Let It Be, is on her right arm. She's wearing two necklaces, rings on almost every finger that I can see, earrings, and her sunglasses are on top of her head. She's smiling. The smile, however, is not a full smile, and her eyes are barely visible. The first and the fourth image are the same. Just the first is a close-up, and then the next photo is a full-length picture of Gabby, with her left arm almost outstretched like she's walking. Her feet are chopped off. She's smiling, but looks distant. The third is a walking shot. She's wearing strappy black heels, and she's looking to the camera. The same wall is in all the shots with wall art of a beautiful butterfly, like a red admiral, and Gabby's skirt is somewhat similar in colour palette. She still has her sunglasses perched on her head, her long blonde hair framing her face. The fifth is a tighter shot, with her looking to her left, a sidey or side profile. The sixth is her looking in the other direction, her left arm out and her feet are not in the shot. Now the last picture is a blurred close-up of Gabby in a hat, taking a selfie or doing something on the phone. The bottom of the frame is not blurry and is a continuation of her ringed hands holding the phone. It's very odd and out of step with everything else. The caption reads, Happy Halloween, and includes a fly and a pumpkin emoji. It's odd because it's dated August 25th, 2021. And that was the last picture. What's jarring to me is how different those last five posts were when compared with the rest of Gabby's posts, which started on July 16, 2014. I've looked at all her posts across the previous seven years, and from the posts and listening to her family, I believe I have a sense of who she was. Gabby's posts were beautifully shot. They seem intentional to me, relevant to her life, well thought through and gorgeously curated, which makes the last post with Happy Halloween and the blurry picture, very curious indeed. I remember looking at them at the time and thinking how out of place they were, particularly from someone trying to build a new business via Instagram, whereas an influencer and a travel blogger, well, every image, every word, and every emoji matter. So for me, there was a sense of foreboding, and there still is looking back. I wonder how many people have studied those exact same pictures, just like I have, searching for clues. I expect her family did, her mother and father, looking at them over and over again, hoping that they might reveal clues as to where Gabby was and what had happened. Was she under pressure and stressed across this time? Did she feel lonely and isolated? I would imagine so. Was it even Gabby posting those last five posts? It's hard to say for sure, but Gabby was alive for some of August the 25th, because she spoke with her mum, Nicole, and she was seen on August the 27th in Jackson, Wyoming. I expect there was a shift in content, pictures and the captions, and it may have been down to pressure in the relationship, rows happening. They were in very close quarters and were in each other's pocket, an echo chamber. If one was being difficult or chipping away at the other, of course it has an impact on your mental health, how you see the world, your psychological well-being and it can really dim your sparkle. I suspect there were rows going on for some time, and slowly, Gabby's sparkle and joy de was being eroded. Of course, that's my opinion, but when there is a controlling individual, it feels like a thousand cuts. It's never just about one thing. What we know for sure is that Brian left on August 17th and flew home to Florida, leaving Gabby behind at a hotel near the Salt Lake City airport. He then returned to Gabby, and they carried on to Jackson, Wyoming. They were at the Merry Piglets restaurant on August the 27th. I'm getting ahead of myself again. I am going to break down the timeline in coming episodes. But first, I want to analyse the police stop at 4.45 on August the 12th, 2021, by Moab City Police and the available police body-worn camera footage. Here's a reminder of what happened. And also, it comes with a trigger warning. You'll hear Gabby upset and distressed, but we do need to hear this. We need to understand exactly what was going on in order to analyse and assess what's happening.
0: Driver is showing some obscure driving, possibly intoxicated. Currently doing 45 miles an hour zone through here is 25. Oh! Subjects just hit the curb, correction speed limit is 15. I'm about three-quarters of a mile into the arches just before the gate. Place your vehicle into park and go ahead and turn it off for me. No, park? Oh, it isn't parked yet. Okay, turn off your engine. Go ahead and set your keys on the dash for me, alright? What's your guys' names? Gabby. Gabby, Brian. Okay. What's going on up in your crying? I'm just crying. We've just been fighting this morning. Some personal issues. It was a long day. We were camping yesterday and camping got the supplies and stuff. I'm sorry, I'm sorry I hit the, the bump there. <laughs> I was distracting him from driving, I'm sorry. Can I get you to step out of the vehicle for me, man? Yeah! Just hang tight right there. Um, do you mind if I take your keys and just put them on your hood? You got it, buddy. I'm so Thank sorry. Thank you. Oh, no, you're fine. I'm gonna go ahead and close your door, okay? Why don't you come over here? SO229, two two I have the female that was on the passenger mm-hmm. seat separated from the male. Keys are on the hood. You want to tell me what's to me? Yeah, I don't know, it's just some keys. <laughs> I have really bad O C D and okay. I just I was just cleaning and straightening up back the back of the van before and I was apologizing to him and saying I'm sorry that I'm so mean because sometimes I have O C D and sometimes I just get really frustrated. I'm not like mean towards him. I just like I mean I guess my vibe is like I <laughs> I am mean, you like, in a bad mood, and I was just saying I'm sorry if I'm in a bad mood. I'm just really stressed. I had so much work I was doing on my computer this morning. What do you do for a living? Um, well, I used to work at an organic juice bar, but I just quit my job. Okay. I was a nutritionist. That's oh, what, okay. That was my That's my my cool. I just quit um, my job to travel across the country, and I'm trying to start a blog. Okay. I just have a lot of stuff, so I've been building my website, so I've just been really stressed, but he doesn't really believe that I could do any of it, so that's kind of been like a... I don't know, he's like in... Down, I don't know, we've just have been fighting all morning, and, and he wouldn't have let me in the car before. And then Why I, wouldn't he let you in the car? He he you, because your OCD? He told me I needed to calm down, yeah. <laughs> but I'm perfectly calm, I'm calm all the time, and he really just stresses me out, and I just... And this is a
1: rough morning. So that's next week. Until then, be curious, ask questions, and always trust your instinct. Here's my final two cents before the episode wraps. If you like what I do, please take two minutes to leave a five-star review wherever you listen to Crime Analyst or on the website www.crime-analyst.com. It really helps others find me and also helps with the ratings. Crime Analyst is written, produced, and hosted by me, Laura Richards. Sound engineering by Jason Sheasley at Abridged Audio. Cover art and graphics by Chris Raybottom at Syndicate, and music by Kilrood.
0: Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly two million Ohioans live with a mental health condition.